Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hi, this is Joe Martin, pastor at First Baptist in Toledo, Washington, and this is a midweek cabin talk, and I thank you so much for taking a few minutes to to watch this. Um, a lot going on, a lot of different things uh, happening. Um, this Sunday, of course, we'll be talking about the heart that gets heard, and really the idea of living in the kingdom, the, the heart of a person that's living under the kingdom of God, and how that affects your relationship with God and the heart that doesn't get heard that sometimes we're being religious and we're really just going through the motions and not much is happening. Thank you so much for many of you that made commitments to faithfulness, to, to measurable and accountable, uh, areas of, of faithfulness. And you remember that faithfulness is just, it never becomes a virtue until it is under pressure to, not follow through until it's hard. So remember, you're going to come up against that many, many times. Thank you so much for many of you that are going through ESD discipleship and you're many people working through that. And thank you. I know there's a lot of good work happening there. Uh, just be praying uh, as we go forward and I'll talk a little more about that. You know, uh, Pastor Mike will be transitioning into a different role. He's going to be on sabbatical for a few months. So be praying as God meets those needs, especially in children's work. Um, also uh, pray for the, just, um, you know, these are big stretches for us as we look at different staff and different things we're doing. Just pray that God meets all those needs. I thank you so much for many of you who watch this and uh, you give online and you're really faithful. And if you want to do that, uh, just go to the website and and you can set it right up. And many of you give um, on an ongoing basis, and so thanks so much. I want to talk to you about petition. It's a type of prayer. We see it especially in places like Daniel, where in Daniel 6, let me read this passage, then these men said, we will not find any ground of accusation against Daniel unless we find it against him with regard to the law of his religion, a law of his God. Daniel 6, 6, then those, uh, then these commissioners of satraps came by agreement to the king and spoke to him and, and, and said, spoke to him as follows, King Darius lived forever and the commissioners, all the commissioners of the kingdom, the prefects and the satraps and high officials and the governors have consulted together that the king should establish a statute and enforce an injunction that anyone who makes a petition to any god or man besides you, O king, for 30 days shall be cast into the lion's den. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it may not be changed according to the laws of the Medes and the Persians, which may not be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document, um, that is, the injunction. Now, when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house, now in his roof chamber, his windows were open toward Jerusalem, and he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, 
praying and giving thanks before God as he had been doing previously. Then these men came by agreement and found Daniel making petition and supplication before God. And um, they told him about the king's injunction. Did you not sign the injunction? Did you not sign? They told the king, reminded the king of his injunction. Did you not sign the injunction that any man who makes you petition of any God or man besides you, O king, for 30 days is to be cast into the lion's den? The king replied, the statement is true according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which may not be revoked. Then they answered and spoke and before the king, Daniel, who was one of the exiles from Judah, paid no attention to you, O king, or the injunction which you signed, but keeps making his petition three times a day. Then as soon as the king heard this statement, he was deeply distressed and set his mind on delivering Daniel. And even until sunset, he kept exerting himself to rescue him. You know, we, and of course, you know, the rest of the story, Daniel gets thrown in the lion's den. The, uh, the angel of the Lord is sent to close the mouth of the lions and Andrew and Daniel survives. And uh, of course, many dimensions of that story. But I want to, want you to see that something about Daniel's life that three times a day, he petitioned and petition is a particular type of uh, reference to prayer. We see it in, in Luke one thirteen, where the angel said to him, speaking to Zacharias, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your petition has been heard and your wife Elizabeth shall bear you a son and you shall give him the name John. This was the prophecy of John the Baptist. We see later uh, Paul writing to the Ephesians in Ephesians 6.18, where he says, with all prayer and petition, Pray at all times in the spirit with this in view. Be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. This is the idea of a petition. And what does that mean? Well, you know, you've all been, you've gone to Walmart or Safeway and there's people outside with a petition drive. There's gathering signatures. And so if you go up, you you say to them, hey, what's it about? Um they're not going to say, well, it's, I don't know. It's about this or that, whatever you want. Just kind of fill in the blanks. It, a petition is very specific. And when it comes to prayer, it is you making a very specific request um, to God about something. Very, something measurable, something definite. Um, this is very important. And this is oftentimes uh, really important in your own secret time of prayer or your closet time of prayer where you spend time or we commonly call it a quiet time every day. And I, I pray that you will take time for silence, but you will also take time for petition. Matthew 6, 6 says, but when you pray, go into your inner room, close the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is in secret will reward you. This is the idea that you're praying something that is specific. God, would you do this in somebody's life? Or God, would you provide this? And it's kind of measurable. And of course, we understand that we don't just tell God what to do. We, it's always completely appropriate. Jesus was very specific. He said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. That was a specific petition. But he also added... Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. 
you have to have the open hand. You know, many times in my life I'm praying about things and Jesus is teaching there are some things that are so personal between you and God that you pray about them. You just don't say anything. Then you take time and watch how God will answer that prayer. You didn't drop any hints or anything. It's a secret between you and God. You know, it is true that there is a somewhat of a mystery with prayer. But the reality is that there are things that you pray about when you pray about them. God gives them to you. And did you know there are things that when you don't pray about them, there are things that God would do, but he doesn't because he didn't ask. Now, sometimes we don't even know how to ask, but God is gracious to us. And I believe that God oftentimes gives us way more than we ask for. But you know something? He does want you to ask. He does want you to ask. And James says, um, James says it like this, you ask and you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. And that's true. But before that, he says, you do not have because you do not ask. You know, we fight and we, we compete, but you have not because you ask not. And sometimes when you ask, it's the wrong motives. God will sort that out. What I want to tell you and I want to encourage you to do, make a petition. In, in my uh, group on Wednesday night, my Living Life of Prayer group, we prayed about specific petitions and we just went, different people prayed. It was a different kind of practice that we did, uh, new for some folks. And what I'm saying to you is, then we wait. And so I want to ask you to make petition for us that you would pray that as a community, that God would thrust out laborers into his harvest, that God would provide people that are ready to minister and serve. And by the way, every single one of you, especially any of you that are believers, but particularly those of you who are parts of Toledo First Baptist, you need to have a ministry where you're committed, where you need to be there. And, you know, you are you get to practice and cultivate faithfulness. And so let's let's pray that God would thrust out labors into the harvest. And when you're praying, don't leave yourself off the list. So I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, this, this week. And for some of you men, we have a men's breakfast at nine o'clock. Be sure to try and make it to that. And then also remember Sunday. Remember to make a point, make an, another step Go to a worship service. That's part of one of those measurable things. Go to a class. You can come to the breakfast class at 930. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And remember, keep praying for us. And remember to keep supporting uh, what God has put in your life. As This is your community. Um, be supportive of it and cultivate faithfulness. God bless you. Thanks for, thanks for taking some time for this. And share it with somebody if it's helpful.